0: This is the Gutsy Health Podcast with Janique and Tristan Roney. Hey guys, welcome back to the Gutsy Health Podcast. Hi, I'm <laughs> Cecilia. We are still um, no Tristan. So Tristan is still. Doing his little shaman retreat and his meditation retreat. I don't know what it is, actually. sing with the dolphins. I don't know. Maybe. he Actually, he has to be uh, isolating in his hotel room there, so he can't actually leave the compound because he is doing the distancing for two weeks thing. So, like when they go into Hawaii. But um, but we have Cecilia Selvesson on the podcast today. And let me tell listeners, if you haven't listened to the episode that we did with her, we spoke about essential oils. I think it was back in... January or February of this year 2020. So look for that podcast episode where we talk about essential oils and a little bit about the companies around essential oils and do's and don'ts. And we're going to kind of continue that conversation today. Uh, We also have people listening in on Instagram as well. So they'll be posting questions soon that we'll start answering. But um, Cecilia, tell us a little bit about you, how you became an aromatherapist, your credentials, your training, all that jazz. All right, so I'm going to make it very brief, but I first studied uh, complementary
1: medicine and that included aromatherapy, but before that I also studied aromatherapy on its own. And at that time, we're going back 30 years ago, 30 more years ago, and I opened up an aromatherapy college in South Africa because there was such a need for it. People did not know about essential oils and aromatherapy. And my college was the first college to be approved by the South African government. I was also on the committees. I chaired many of those committees where we worked to get recognition. And we did. And it's been my profession, but it's been my passion for more than 30 years. And so when we moved here, I eventually closed the college in South Africa, but I'm still sharing my knowledge with people. I love to do that. And um, yeah, so my credentials is basically, I'm a practitioner of complementary and alternative medicine. I also did a nutrition, anatomy, physiology, pathology, pathophysiology, counseling skills,
0: business skills, just a whole myriad of things. Um, I want to go back to like the the schooling aspect of essential oils. We, for newbies, we have hired on a, a few clinicians in our clinic to help us with the blood chem analyses and the hair DNA analyses. One clinician that we've actually hired on, she's South African too, and she is a doctor of homeopathy medicine. And so she did seven years worth of medical school in South Africa. She did two years of her, uh, what do they call their rounds at hospitals in South Africa? Internship. Her internship, yes, at hospitals. When in South Africa, you prescribe homeopathy. You have to go to medical school to prescribe homeopathy. So she had prescription power. She had the ability to order labs and was treated like a doctor. Then she comes here to the States and she, she's horrified because you do a weekend course and you can do homeopathy. Right. And so there, there is a, there is science to it. I don't understand the science. I never recommend homeopathy personally, but there's this whole world to it Mm -hmm. that I completely respect and understand. Mm -hmm. And as an aromatherapist who your schooling was two years, is that correct? Correct. Yes. So as an aromatherapist, therapist who's done two years worth of schooling you are a clinical aromatherapist is that correct yes I'm a therapeutic aromatherapist in mm-hmm. South
1: Africa it was um, therapeutic aromatherapists just flat out aromatherapists like you get with a lot of MLM companies and that kind of thing they not recognize they're right. actually illegal um, you've got to in, get, South or, in South Africa yeah. or Africa. you you have, have to, to be like Certified. Certified and registered mm-hmm. with the allied health. And uh, the, the the rules are very strict. And here, of course, it's different. Every state is different. Even mm-hmm. every county is different. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of aromatherapy going on, which really raise the eyebrows, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, it's very difficult to try and put something out there when it's not regulated right. when it's not right um, you can basically do what you whatever like, whatever you want you know? right so it's, as far what, as aromatherapy what, goes what we've decided to do at honestly essential is educate people in the good way of mm-hmm. using essential oils well let's, not the money making way right. Let's talk the about therapeutic that. therapeutic way.
0: So what I want listeners to, to know is as we relaunch the Honestly Essential line in a few weeks, hopefully a few weeks, Cecilia, she's actually taking a step back from the clinic and she's just putting all of her time and her energy into Honestly Essential and the educational platform. So you have your course that's online that we're working on right now, yes. um, but you are going to be spending like an hour every week. Isn't that correct? Like doing Q&As and education online for free for people. Is that correct? Okay. Right. What is that going to look like as people are listening here and they want to? because there are so many people that come to me and ask me on for essential oil questions. And I go straight to you because there is this world of mass misinformation, mass misuse, and we're not even educated on that properly. So when you are going to come onto the Honestly Essential platform soon to be more consistent with education, what are your goals and your intentions for that? How do you plan to go about that? Well my goal and my intentions for that
1: is to to get people to know how to use the oils properly. People do know about essential oils and by now they already they have a pretty good stock of oils and they are using it but I'm sometimes horrified when I find out how they use it. I see a lot of skin conditions um, caused by essential oils. I see a lot of problems that people have come across because of misinformation. And so my goal is just to help you if you are interested in how to use essential oils properly, not just for yourself, but for your children, your family, Mm -hmm. whoever you want to use it for, because there's so many ways in which you can use the oils. Um, You can use them on your skin. You can put them in diffusers. You can put them in bathtubs. You Mm -hmm. can do just so much with them and spray. And um, so... I just want to help people. And it's really simple. It doesn't take that long to learn, you know, to teach them which oils you shouldn't use with Mm -hmm. pregnancy, which oils are skin irritants, and which oils are good to use but don't overuse them, and oils that is good for mental health and for um, calming and oils that's uplifting and so forth, Mm -hmm. just broaden the aspect on a safe level of how to use these right. oils because they are fantastic.
0: Right, I want to talk about um, because I think a lot of people, especially people that buy from from Honestly Essential. Are, are trying to be really cautious about using them and they want to use them safely. And so I think you coming out and educating people on how to use them safely is going to be really, really instrumental because there has been a lot of damaging messages out there where you ingest it, you put it on your skin all the time. You, you put, th- this is the one that I think um, frustrates me the most is people think it's very benign to just put one to two to three drops of lemon essential oil in your water and drink it every day or multiple times a day but there's something i want to bring up because essential oils are extremely potent they are emulsifiers Mm -hmm. so drinking this this highly concentrated essential oil every day will literally emulsify your tissues right well
1: (laughs) you know the problem is Janik is that um when we drink lemon juice Mm -hmm. we We juice the fruit. We get the juice from the fruit. We don't take it from the skin. Now, lemon, all the citrus essential oils... Um, it's extracted from the peel. And so when they extract it, you know, I've told people this many times, if you take the peel of an orange or citrus fruit and you bend it, it squirts out. If you hold a flame there, mm-hmm. it will spark. Right. Now, it's not even the stuff that squirts out that's the essential oil. It's right. the ones that flame, that spark. Right. So... That is there. You must remember plants have to protect themselves. They right. have natural insect repellents. They are antifungal. They're antiviral. They're antibacterial. And that's why we tap into their properties. Right. And so if we are drinking what they are using to protect themselves, right. you know, we can tap into those properties to work for us as a medicine. Right. Right. But that's not what we normally drink. People would be better off if they squeezed the lemon. The the juice and not the oil. In just water
0: and drank it. Right. Because we don't eat the peel. Right. So I think one of our most frequently asked questions, because I see all the questions that come in through emails and whatnot is, are your oils safe to ingest? (laughs) Like, are they, are they food grade? So what is your reply to that? Because my reply is yes, please don't ingest them. Like no one should be ingesting essential oils unless they are being guided by a certified aromatherapist. Am I correct in saying that? Um, yes, you are correct. If you look at essential oils now, I'm
1: talking about in the 90s, about 1994, I went into a big thing of how much of the essential oils are used. And at that time, if you think of a pie chart as such, mm-hmm. a big slice of that went to pharmaceuticals. Right. Another big Big Slice went to the cleaning industry because pine toilet refresher and pine aerosol and all of that and um, soap, um, sunlight soap in South Africa, you could just smell the lemon or the melissa that they used but Probably lemon smells like Melissa. The mm-hmm. Melissa
0: smells like lemon. This um, is the this is yeah. the aromatherapist being the perfectionist. It's like it's really not this. It's that. <laughs> but, but. but actually, <laughs> but you could. That's because I'm like I don't know what Melissa is. Anyway,
1: and so um, and then another big slice went to um, perfumery, mm-hmm. and then the then the pharmaceuticals. There was another slice because you got clove essential oil. But it's the clove oil, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't an essential oil. It was just clove oil that was like um, uh, refined. Mm -hmm. And then 4% took up aromatherapy of that entire chart, like like a a pizza or a pie if you cut it. Mm -hmm. This small little slice of 4% went to aromatherapy. Today, It's completely different. We've overtaken it. It's probably Um, like 90% is aromatherapy. We ingest more essential oils than we really know because Mm -hmm. when you have peppermint in your chocolates or your ice cream or your food, and there's cinnamon and there's all sorts of things, but they're not the essential oils that we get in the bottle. They do take out... They are tweaked mm-hmm. for the food industry. Yeah. Um, if you take essential oils, you really got to know what you're doing. Because right. growing up, you and your brother, you never had antibiotics. This tea tree was my antibiotic. Mm-hmm. But I knew exactly How at much? what age how much, how often, Mm -hmm. and when to stop, when to start and when to stop. I had to go for an international conference in Rome. I was a speaker in Rome, and that was in 2011. Mm -hmm. And you stayed with your father. And when I got back, you were highly excited because you didn't feel well. He took you to the doctor, and Mm -hmm. the doctor gave you antibiotics. And how old were you in 2011?
0: I have no idea. And that
1: was the first time, and you were born 87. So you were what,
0: 14? I, I was 13 because my birthday's in December. So I'm right. probably 13, yeah.
1: Right. So, and that was the first time, 13, 14, yeah. it was the first time, 14, yes, that in your life that you had antibiotics. Mm-hmm. And I said to your father, What did you do? <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> but he acted yeah. in his, the best right. interest. And so but I knew how to use it and I didn't overuse it mm-hmm. and I didn't abuse it. It, yeah. it was my medicine. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I want to talk about something really fast because there is this whole thing. Essential oils are natural, therefore they're safe. Um, if you have a friend who is selling essential oils to you and they are saying this, please do yourself a favor and look up the MSDS on that essential oil. All right. It's going to scare the crap out of you because you're going to look at all of these warnings. All right. And it's going to say when ingested, it's toxic. When put on the skin, it's an irritant. When over ingested, it's this and that and this and the next thing. Do yourselves a favor. Go look up the MSDS for lemon essential oil and orange essential oil. Are two, would you say, they're like the mildest essential oils out there. Yeah, grapefruit. Grapefruit is the mildest yeah. of all the citrus fruits. I remember when I was looking up the lemon and the orange and it had like all of these warning yeah. signs on it yep. uh, on the MSDS and it's like, wow, essential oils in highly concentrated form, which is what you're getting in your essential oil bottle. It's there there are warning signs on it, all right? When you look at the MSDS. So, you, the next person who tells you you can ingest this, they are immediately Discredited in my eyes because it isn't safe unless you know. Here's the thing: ibuprofen, when taken every day, is dangerous. Right? Every now and then is Absolutely. fine. But how many people are? Let's pretend the essential oils are ibuprofen. They're rubbing the ibuprofen on their skin. They're putting it in their bath. They're putting it in their water. They're putting it in their laundry. Like They're inhaling it, all to, it yes. Right, You know. I take ibuprofen maybe once or twice a year, you know, Mm -hmm. when my kids are sick, that's when I use essential oils. When I want my house to smell a little bit better or when someone's sick, I'm diffusing it, Mm. but I'm utilizing it as I go. Right. You as our aromatherapist who Does formulations, you've done formulations for our company and other companies. There is a formula that you use to Mm. make sure you have diluted things enough where it doesn't reach these toxic levels. Yes. And even then, sorry, and even then, some people still react to it. And so they need the unscented stuff. They need just the carrier oil. They need just the baseline. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, what was that one story? We had a kid coming to our, our store and lemongrass was diffusing and he broke out in like, he, he, they had to whip out his EpiPen and all of that. Right. Like, so to some people, lemongrass is deadly, Mm. you know, to other people it's not. And so, but then if we overexpose ourselves to these essential oils by ingesting them every day, putting them like highly concentrated on our skin without diluting it effectively, Mm -hmm. you know, our bodies will eventually create an autoimmune response to it. And then we start getting these, like, allergic reactions and these hives and all of that. Yeah, and soon we're going to
1: be talking about the immune system Mm -hmm. very
0: soon. Yeah, another podcast episode, right? That's right.
1: But I just want to mention, in my book, there is a picture. And I'll see if I can quickly find it and show it to the people who are. This was taken in the store. So can you hold the book up that they can see it? Yes. That that picture was taken in the store. And that was from using essential oils undiluted. And I see a lot of this. I see a lot of where there are skin damage because roll-ons have been rolled onto the stomach. I've mm-hmm. seen a woman with scars, circular scars on her, her tummy because she was Putting the roll on on her tummy. I've seen a man who came into the store with sores and and on his neck where his lymph system is because he was supposed to do this roll onto his down his neck, up and down his neck for his lymphatic system, and it, it ate his skin. Now I want to tell you if we see things like this physically on the outside. Just think of what these oils are doing On the when you are capsulating them, you swallowing them. In their concentrated form. They dissolve. Form. What are they doing to your gastric glands? Oh my gosh, I don't even want to think about it. Exactly. I don't they even want to think are, about it. You know, if smoking paralyzes the villi in the, in the lungs, mm-hmm. imagine what the essential oils are doing to the
0: gastric glands in your digestive system right so i know with our stealth pathogen protocol there is an enteric coated. It's called gut flora complex. And I think it has oregano oil in it to help with Lyme and bacterial overgrowth and all of that jazz, but it's enterically coated so that it can be transported to a very specific part in your gut. Now we don't just willy nilly put people on the stealth pathogen protocol. This is like desperate times call for desperate measures, right? It's not like, Oh, everyone does the stealth pathogen protocol. They have to first do digestive restoration. Mm -hmm. They have to do liver reset. They have to make sure their adrenal are on par. They have to make sure their nutrition is on par. Their healing is on par. And then we put them on this stealth pathogen protocol Mm -hmm. after the whole setup is okay. And we know their bodies well. And we're like, okay, can your body handle this? Yes. No, maybe. Okay. Now we put you on this protocol, which happens to have oregano oil in it for a very specific reason. Mm -hmm. Right. But again, that's like, they're being monitored. We're checking in every month. How are you doing? How are you feeling? Is it too strong? You know? So I think, I I worry, I guess I'm I'm just going to put this out there, I worry about us Overutilizing these essential oils on our children from such a young age. Oh, especially since since ninety-six. I and I say this all the time, uh, childhood um what's the word I'm looking for? Allergies have tripled, right? Oh, yes. Now, since ninety-six too, uh glyphosate use has gone through the roof. It's mm-hmm. it's they started using it as a desiccant and yada yada yada. So now we have all of these chemicals that we're bombarded with. And then we incorporate an essential oil, which is a chemical look up the MSDS okay mm-hmm. and and now and now we're just we are potentially adding a cocktail of chemicals that is going to make the immune system angrier or more fueled up and so that's why I think moving in the direction that we are with honestly essential where you are going to be pulling out this educational platform because people want to be empowered. These are very, very potent tools, right? But the message that we've been getting is more is better. More is better. Drink it more every day. Use it more every day. And what you're saying is no, sometimes less is better, you know, dilute it utilize it in a few products, right? It doesn't have to be overpowering where when you put it in your lotions, you don't have to smell like a perfumery, mm. right? Like it just has the hints of the smells, the hints of the, the essential oils stimulating, you know, cellular reproduction, right? Right. And in my book as well, in this, um, if people are wondering what the book is, it's called Aromatherapy for Natural Health and Beauty. You can find that on honestlyessential.com. Cecilia wrote the book. It's, it's literally a, it's like a textbook, right? It is. It's like a textbook. It covers everything almost,
1: almost from A to Z a lot. Mm -hmm. I won't say everything, but a lot. But I just wanted to say in that book, I basically teach people, and this is what I will teach you, is how to uh, formulate oils for minimum and maximum, Mm -hmm. and what I call preferred, the middle of the road. And Uh, You just don't do the same thing for everybody. The minimum can be for children and and seniors, people who are sensitive to essential oils. The preferred middle is if you're going to use a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, The preferred for someone. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and then the max is when you want it really strong and you want to use it like a medicine. Mm -hmm. Now, if I got COVID, all Mm -hmm. right, I would definitely take my essential oil, Mm -hmm. as you said, desperate times call for desperate desperate measures measures. Mm -hmm. you know i would definitely take oregano and rosemary and tea tree and i would do everything i can Mm -hmm. but i'm not sick every day right every day i need nutrients Mm -hmm. and so on normal circumstances and this is how and the reason you see we are not And here I'm going to be brutally honest. We're not multi-level marketing, so we're not pushing for the sales. Mm -hmm. We're not marking up 28 times to pay a deep. Mm -hmm. We're not – every month you've got to buy. Every month you've Mm -hmm. got to to use. You've got to sell. You've got to uh, expose your family, your friends, and your school friends and people you haven't contacted them. Be in touch with them. Sell them essential oils. But for people who do it as a business – That is fine. People, if they do it as a business, it is their business. But you've got to make sure you know what you're doing. If you're going to be telling people to use it like that, you've got to know what you're doing. And then the training out there, I don't know what kind of training is out there because seriously, when I see them putting undiluted peppermint oil on a newborn baby's spine, undiluted to to increase the immune system. I want to faint. Mm -hmm. I I, I want to actually just use words that I shouldn't (laughs) use. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? You know,
0: are you crazy? Right. right. That's not how to use essential oils. What's really interesting. If you guys haven't seen it yet on Netflix, there is a documentary series called unwell and their very first episode is actually on aromatherapy and essential oils. I highly recommend you guys watch that. Now um, it, I think it brought to light, Uh, some, some really valid points in the industry of the abuse around essential oils and the mismanagement and the miseducation around it. Um, But I do want to put this disclaimer out right now, because I do know a lot of our listeners and our followers are involved with some kind of MLM company. I do want you to know it's okay. You know, like we, we don't, we don't hate MLM companies at all. I think if that is a culture that you love, like, and it's empowering women to help put like food on the tables. So I am all about oh, yeah. women's businesses. I'm all about that. I'm also about educating properly as well. And I think the two worlds can meet. All right. So making uh, safe claims. And what's really interesting when you watch this unwell documentary series, the language between the women who are clinical aromatherapists and the language between those who are not mm. very, very different. Mm. So when you guys actually watch that, listen to the language that they're using. All right. Be very mindful of the terminologies that they're using, how the questions, because there's like a questionnaire, like when they're talking with their clients. Um, I mean, I don't even know the whole thing with aromatherapy where there's notes, there's like top notes, middle notes, what are the notes? notes, base notes. Right. And when you formulate for a person, you're taking into account their case history and like the different notes. Is that correct? Well, and not always because... The notes are used a lot
1: in perfumery mm-hmm. where you put the base note first and yeah. then the middle note and then the top note because the top note is what you um, what you smell first mm-hmm. and that has uh, a few hours, um, the middle note a couple of days and the base note a week. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you wash your clothes, you can still smell the perfume on your clothes. Right, right. Those are the base notes. In formulating, I look at the condition. I'm Mm -hmm. formulating for the notes are not as important as um, am I looking for antiviral oils am I dealing with a fungus do I want Mm -hmm. antifungal oils am I dealing with pain am I looking for analgesic oils Mm -hmm. so there that plays more but if possible, I'd like to comment on that documentary. Yes, I,
0: I would love to hear your thoughts I've on asked, it. I've had people
1: ask, um, you know, uh, what I thought of it. And just some of the things is that one of the things that came across, I want to talk about the roll-on first. Um, we are against roll-ons. Yeah, we don't have any roll-on no. um,
0: products in our store. You'll, you'll see. And I'll
1: tell you why. If you put it in a bottle that you can see through if you hold it to the light you'll see all the cells floating in there because when you roll it on your skin when you roll it up and down your skin whether it's your arm your neck your abdomen all the dead cells that's on your skin rolls into that bottle. And then halfway through the use, you hold it up and you just see all the dead skins Mm -hmm. um, floating in there. And this this contributes to infections Mm -hmm. that people get. It makes it worse. So first of all, I do not support um, roll-ons. The other thing that I wanted to make clear is don't overuse. I saw in there people um, suggesting they were putting it in the smoothies, encapsulating it and inhaling well, it there and was applying it. There was so. that one
0: family where they're like spraying it on their kids' faces yeah. every day. And, and like All the that, time. that overabundance of essential oils from kids from young moving on. I mean... That, that's potentially a, an allergy waiting to happen or an intolerance waiting to happen, right?
1: And then at one stage, I thought, I'd, I'd like to follow the money trail on this first episode documentary because it was like an infomercial for doTERRA. Oh, really? Was, <laughs> Is that what you thought? Oh, yeah. Um, DoTERRA was, they, they featured two MLM companies. I think one, there's
0: only two MLM companies around essential oils.
1: I no, mean, and they, we they are, they are more, maybe we shouldn't the, talk the about MLMs ones. in
0: this. We'll just like bypass that. Yeah.
1: No, but I was just going to say, because they only spoke, well, it's in the documentary. Mm-hmm. I'm
0: not saying anything outside. Oh, they of only that. highlighted all the Young Living stuff, right?
1: No, they, they downed Young Living mm-hmm. and they upped doTERRA. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I did it. Yeah. Interesting. They upped doTERRA. They downed down um Young, Young Living. Living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow, they talk about two but the one is like elevated and mm. the other one is
0: like really, really um, highlighted on and yeah, put down made kooky. Yeah, very sad. They talk about Steve Young and there, and they follow his whole life history. You guys should just watch it. It's really, really interesting. But um, um, go ahead. Keep going. I'm. Yes.
1: The one thing people need to know about are the chemical constituents of essential oils. Mm-hmm. You know, essential oils are not magical. You don't just supply them. They have the chemical constituents, and those are the ones that make them anti-inflammatory, antiseptic, antiviral, antifungal, uh, and makes them uplifting and soothing and calming and So it's important because those chemical constituents is basically what we will react to. Mm -hmm. And one of the other things, um, and we will do that with a podcast uh, next time when it's on the immune system. And it's very important because you will eventually react to the essential oils. What people don't realize with essential oils is that you have to change your essential oils periodically because you the immune system gets used to yeah Mm -hmm. you will end up in trouble and that i'm going to teach very carefully to Mm -hmm. people exactly how to do that
0: before you go on um someone's asking here on instagram so what do you do instead of doing like how do you apply and dilute essential oils you just put it in a bottle right how do you apply? instead of doing the roll on? Like instead of doing the roll on, the question was, um, how do you apply and dilute them? Then, so you just okay. you just grab your carrier oil, right? Yes, you um, put your carrier
1: oil, you can put it into a one-ounce bottle, mm-hmm. depending how big you want, one ounce, two ounce, whatever, with your carrier oil, and I'll teach you how many drops to use. Mm-hmm. And then you can put it in your hand and apply it. Mm-hmm. Just uh, pour a little bit, or if it has a drop at top, Um, Just drop some onto or put some in a lotion, like um, three to four drops in a little blob of lotion and apply it when you want to apply it. If you want to do a bigger area, um, you'll put four to five drops in a blob of lotion or carrier oil Mm -hmm. and apply it. Um, But spot treating undiluted essential oils Uh, It's fine to spot treat, like put on a pimple, a sting, a
0: wart, a bite. And this is what I'm looking forward to is when you start doing your lives on through the Honestly Essential Instagram, like you can have like a quick little 10 minute class every week and then like answer questions. Right. Right. Like I think this is going to be, I mean. I don't think I've ever seen an owner of a company be the educator too. It's always the owner who is a business owner and then they hire aromatherapists to, to do all of the formulating, right? So you're the formulator, you're the owner, you're the brains, you're the brawn, you do the mixing, like all of it. You're, you're it basically. And I think that is, you know, I think it's a really good. I mean, obviously I'm biased, but we really do put our heart and soul into this company. We do. And we really want people to see the value of essential oils and use it very safely in their families too. You know,
1: one of the main things that I've done from day one, and that is now for over 30 years, Mm -hmm. is I have tried to offer the best. Mm -hmm. I have tried to offer the best of my knowledge, the best of my advice, the best of my oils, the Mm -hmm. best of supplements, the best of what is out there. And my reputation is based on that. I'm not in it for the money. Mm -hmm. It's the difference is I'm because I'm a therapeutic aromatherapist, um my therapy comes first. Right. You know, the cash register is important because I have to live. Yeah. (laughs) I have to pay rent, we have to pay salaries,
0: we Mm -hmm. have to live. But we not rich. Right. I want to go back to that Unwell documentary series because you you see the difference between the clinical aromatherapists and then those that are not and the language that they use. And it was interesting because as I was watching it, I'm like, oh, they sound like Cecilia. (laughs) (laughs) this This is something Cecilia would be saying or these are the questions Cecilia would be asking, right? And so being educated about the questions around aromatherapy and really becoming a highly educated aromatherapist can just take your aromatherapy practice to the next level. And you can feel like an in-home like aromatherapy nurse for your kids yeah. instead of guessing, you know, cause we do have the blends and what's really interesting too. I want to talk about the difference in the blends because a lot of time people will come to us and be like, can you make an essential oil that smells like this thing from anthropology? And we're like, yes but we don't want to (laughs) because that just smells nice but what about the therapeutic benefits right but Mm, somehow you work mm. your magic and you make it therapeutic and you make the right formulations you don't just hodgepodge things together and so but but when people say well do you have an essential oil that smells like this one from this company and we'll say we do it's this but you probably want to do this one as it's more effective and it's more cost effective too And it doesn't smell as nice, Mm. but it's just as effective. It is even even more so. And then people look at the ingredients and they're like, well, there's only like five essential oils in there. There's only supposed to be five. You're not supposed to have 10 to 15 to like, I'm I'm seeing all of these really complex. When I look at food labels, for instance, if I look at like a packet of chips and Uh there's like more than five ingredients in those packet of chips, I put them down. I'm like too complex, too processed, too many things. I want something really simple that that feeds me highly nutritious food. Yes. So I just go to broccoli because it has one ingredient. (laughs) But but like when it comes to essential oils too, like they don't have to be these complex formulations. You don't Mm. have to throw all the antivirals. You don't have to throw all the antibacterials. You don't have to put in all the antiparasitics in there. You just need to put a really smart formulation of like your top five and you have this really incredible product. More isn't more. Yes. Did I say that right? Yes. Less is more. Yes. Yeah, less is better in certain
1: circumstances, absolutely. But, you know, the thing is there is a limit of how many drops of essential oils are put to carrier oils Mm -hmm. to your measurements. There's, There's a limit, and I look forward to teaching that. But if you have too many essential oils, you don't get the therapeutic value mm-hmm. because if you think of, hypothetically speaking, let me say I've got 10 oils in there, but I'm supposed to have only 10 drops is my
0: max. Mm-hmm.
1: Then I've got one drop of each, of each. oil. Right. You know, I'd rather have...
0: 10 drops of tea tree. Than like one drop of tea tree and yeah. diluted with other things. Is that yeah, what you're saying? If it's
1: maximum 10 drops, I'd rather have three drops of this oil, mm. four drops of that oil, mm-hmm. and three drops of another oil. You yeah. Know, and um, have a stronger effect than the other,
0: yeah. I, I didn't even see. I didn't even think of that. That's so. Yeah, that you know makes perfect mean. sense. That I, makes perfect sense.
1: Yeah, but what I'd like to, what I'd like to just mention, just to sort of finish up on that documentary, mm-hmm. is that the proper training is important definitely if you're going to work with oils you need to know how to use them and you don't have to have every single oil in your basic kit that's out there and i will teach people how to get your perfect Mm -hmm. basic kit Mm -hmm. i have um, sent over to, to becca who's going to put onto the website i've sent her 24 essential oil videos. Videos. Oh, fun. Are those the ones you recorded like years ago? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Great. And um, they were done three years ago. And they're 24 or 26 videos, but they're good to start with because the the information doesn't date. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm three years older, but the information isn't We're dated, dated.
0: but (laughs) the oils are not.
1: (laughs) And so the other thing too is... um, What I was concerned about with that was just uh, my concern for just poor training, bad information, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. misleading information. Uh, We here, if you want to know something, contact us and we will answer your questions. Mm -hmm. Uh, We will train you. We'll educate you.
0: Yes. There's one other thing I want to mentioned before I forget is there's, there's another cultural issue that we're running into, I think in the essential oil world, because it has become a very cultural, it's almost like a cultural slash turf war issue where it's like, we're the best of the best. Right. And so there's this fighting over, no, ours is the best and all the rest are bad. And I just want people to know there are, there are multiple really good companies out there. I obviously think we are a really great company, but like, if you use other ones, like what, what are they called? I mentioned them before, like Rocky mountain oil, there's butterfly express. Like I really respect a lot of these companies because I know that they are good products and they have really good culture around it. So don't, if you are using a company, like now, if you're using like the now brand or something from Walmart, most likely it's, it's, bad no, i don't know no, <laughs> like no, no, there no, I are they yeah. wouldn't you say that like some of them have been caught having like um what you might call it dilution or it's fake peppermint or something like that there are some but, companies but they're really really cheap that, kinds right yeah that's they are yeah but you've got to be careful because it's uh, i guess what i'm just saying is don't buy your essential oils from walmart like, no, but, no, no, like no, no. that's what I'm saying. Don't get them from Walmart, but like get them from, you can get them from like Sprouts or something or, or us or, you know, natural grocers or something. You don't have to pay more to get a better product is what I'm saying. Like find a reputable company where they put their, you know, where they highly, uh, value, high quality products. I I think I just want to just put that out there. Like it doesn't have to be one or the other. You can use multiple companies, right? Like, you know, and multiple companies sort, let's talk about peppermint for instance. We source our peppermint. Do you know where we source our peppermint from? Which country? <laughs> do you know off the um, top of your head? No, because it does
1: change. It does change. Almost, it can change from batch to batch. Because mm-hmm. the one thing that I do is I do look for the best oils mm-hmm. that I can find. And I have to take into account seasons. And I mm. have to take into account uh, the countries. And, yeah. you know, I just try and get the best that I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but the one thing I do want to say essential oils is not a standalone it's not the only thing that can make you healthy and keep you healthy give you benefits you've got to do good nutrition you've Mm -hmm. got to do exercise you've got to have a healthy lifestyle Yes. yes style it's not a standalone
0: actually a great example of that was we had this older woman uh come in yesterday and she wanted an oil for her cataracts and so I'm like, I would not put an oil in your eye for no, cataracts. No, no, and I no. said, however, are you at risk for uh, type two diabetes? Because you're older. Um, have you had your blood? Sh-? Like, so we spoke food to her, but yes. she just wanted an oil. And right. so we're like, okay, well, you won't find that here. And we had to like, because I'm uncomfortable. Like if you were there, you could have given them like stuff, but we told them, you know what, Mm -hmm. like you got it, you got to take care of the nutrition. You got to take care of the inflammation and then utilize like other alternative therapies. Mm -hmm. But just kind of circling back, um, if you are utilizing multiple companies, let's say you have Rocky mountain oils and you have honestly essential and you have, I don't, butterfly express or something like that. um, You might find that the peppermints all smell different and that's because they're sourced from different countries or they're Mm. sourced from different batches. And so their terpene profiles are a little bit different. It doesn't mean one is more superior than the other. It just means that they came from a same plant that grew in different soils and different environments and different weather patterns and different regions. It's like we talk about, I've, I've spoken about how oranges in california are orange but oranges in florida are actually green or oranges in brazil are green they're still the same fruit but they look completely different and they actually dye oranges they put like an orange dye on the green oranges to sell them in grocery stores in america look it up this is actually true but but they're still the same fruit they just look different right right? and so the essential oils are essentially the same thing i want to just you said weather you spoke about weather and i just Mm -hmm. want to tell you something um, and and real quick, everyone who's on Instagram right now, start posting questions. We're going to go back and start answering your guys's questions. So uh, go ahead, Cecilia. All right. It was
1: over five years ago. I gave a talk at a conference in Florida, mm-hmm. and I told people at this conference that, and it it was it was just with the first superstorm that we had. And if I remember correctly, I think it was Sandy. It was just immediately after that, and I told them that you know, with all the we've seen the storms getting worse and worse, and then there was sandy and I told them that with the superstorms, that superstorm we had was going to become the new norm. Mm-hmm. We weren't going to go back to the mild storms that we had. Mm-hmm. Um, they were here to stay, they're going to be the new norm. And with the superstorms come the super bugs. Mm-hmm. And that our illnesses, our viruses and infections are going to get worse. Yeah. But I said that the good thing with nature, nature has to defend itself. And so Nature cannot let these superstorms and superbugs come and wipe it out. Mm-hmm. So nature within itself is going to get stronger too. Mm-hmm. So the essential oils are becoming stronger because yeah. of this, because we are tapping into natural materials to draw their defense mechanisms. Yeah. And we're using them. And so with these essential oils, they here to stay and they are going to be even bigger. If we mm-hmm. think they're big now, they're going to be even bigger in the future. Mm-hmm. But what we got to do is make sure we know how to use them yeah. safely because there have been no trials at the moment. And, you know, at the moment, we, people walking the planet using oils, we are the biggest mass guinea pigs yeah. ever. <laughs> it's true. Because nobody knows exactly <laughs> mm-hmm. what it's doing on the inside of our bodies. With clients, I have worked on Thousands upon thousands of clients. And one of my clients did autopsies
0: mm-hmm.
1: and said, you cannot believe what essential oils have done to livers mm-hmm. that they
0: have seen. I believe that. And we are the walking guinea pigs. Right. So dilute it responsibly, right? <laughs> it's like, because again, it's a chemical. It's a solvent. We, we can't just like... Throw it in our bodies and expect us to be healthy and happy, right? What
1: essential Um, oils? just a drop in a styrofoam cup it eats Mm -hmm. right through it It put it in plastic Mm -hmm. it dissolves it put it on counters Mm -hmm. it will strip the counters so you've got to be careful how you dilute it how you use it
0: and if you watch that Unwell documentary they they give an example of a woman who was using essential oils and she started breaking out in these rashes so she goes onto her essential oil groupies group and they're like oh it's a a detox reaction and as soon as I saw that picture I'm like (laughs) that is not a detox reaction like don't go to your friend who doesn't know anything about clinical stuff and ask them, what should I do about this? Right? Like it's taken us years to like, I actually was counseling with someone yesterday and we were looking at her hair analyses from like back in January. Mm -hmm. And then she did a hair analysis yesterday and she's been doing hawked, and she's been doing amazing. And her first hair analysis was heavy metals and chemicals and malnutrition. Right. And then Mm -hmm. her next one, like a lot of that stuff, he cleared up, she's detoxing like crazy, but guess what she's lacking? Minerals and antioxidants. All so right. she's been doing Huckett every week, right? And I'm like, oh, you need a break. Yes. Like we need to up your antioxidant stores and we need mm-hmm. to up your minerals because all of this sweating and all of this detoxing is burning through your antioxidants and your minerals, right? So this is a case where I'm like, you need a break from a therapy. You don't just push through, right? You, mm-hmm. you don't just mm-hmm. be like, hey, keep herxing, keep herxing, keep herxing. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like lime or something, then lime is one of those things where you want to listen to the client, but also you still want to keep killing lime. Right. So again, a lot of clinical um, experience has to go into rashes and detoxes. And if you're getting a rash or detoxing, you don't just willy nilly throw essential oils on it. So anyways, this person in Unwell, she kept throwing on more and more essential oils and she started getting these blisters all over her body. And she, she was allergic. She was given all of this really bad information because she was ingesting it every day, multiple times a day because she was told it was safe. So please be mindful.
1: So the one thing, too, that you want to watch out for, if you have got a essential oil burn or sore where it has damaged your skin, it's eaten into your tissue layers, mm-hmm. you don't want to put essential oil on essential oil because they yeah. were telling her, put, tea put, oil, yeah. put more oil on. You don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that has worked, that has worked very well, I have treated essential oil burns for decades Mm -hmm. the first one i treated was in 1993 where a woman was making a blend for cellulite and she kept on dripping the fennel on Mm. her hand on her hand to smell it and eventually it ate a hole in her hand And the only thing that healed, she couldn't get it to heal. The only thing that healed it, I told her to put raw um, honey, Mm -hmm. organic raw honey on there. Do not put more essential oils. You don't treat a burn with a burn. Mm -hmm. This woman in my book with her hand that you saw, Mm -hmm. the same with her. I said to her, put raw honey Mm -hmm. on there, organic raw honey. Yeah. And it healed it. Right. So... And I wanted to tell you, you mentioned antioxidants. Mm-hmm. Can I very quickly mention a great antioxidant yeah. smoothie? Yeah. Okay, so does it this, involve
0: essential oils? I'm just no, kidding.
1: No. no essential oils, but you spoke about antioxidants, and this antioxidant has got all five food groups in it. Mm-hmm. It is fantastic. Your children love it when they come to me, that's what I give them. Mm-hmm. So, if you're one, one or two people, you only do one, but if you're doing for more. When my son and daughter-in-law and their two kids, I did two, and then it did more. So I'm just going to give for two people. So when I say one banana, but if you're more than two in your family, you're going to do two bananas, two cups of water, you get Mm -hmm. the drift, Mm -hmm. okay? So basically, it's a banana, and it's a handful of spinach, Mm -hmm. and then a cup of water, And in that, I put a scoop, a scoop of the paleo bone broth. Mm -hmm. I put a scoop of the paleo uh, greens. Mm -hmm. And I put a scoop of the minerals, the the mineral powders that we have. Oh, the superior? Superior. And I blend that. And then also before I I blend it, I put a tablespoon of olive oil. Mm -hmm. And then I blend it and it's nice and creamy. And then I add um, frozen blueberries or raspberries mm-hmm. or you know and or strawberries and ch- the cherries I put yeah. blueberries and the organic frozen um, cherries mm-hmm. and I blend that so in there you have got the olive oil gives you your amino acids mm. the your uh, fatty acids uh, sorry, the, the fatty, fatty acids, acids. Mm-hmm. the olive oil. It's like linoleic bacteria. acid. Mm-hmm. It gives you your fatty acids. The paleo oh, bone or broth oleic gives acid.
0: You... I can't remember. Is it oleic acid, linoleic? It's, it's one of, it's, it starts with an L. I can't remember.
1: Yeah, the linoleic and, and the linoleic okay. um, acids. But it gives you your fatty acids. Mm. The paleo bone broth gives you your Glutamine. amino acids. Mm-hmm. And the super greens give you vitamins. The minerals give you your Minerals, minerals yeah. And then um, the berries give you your antioxidants. Mm -hmm. So you have got all five of your food groups in there. And you can have it for breakfast or dinner as a dessert.
0: Um, I want to answer some of these questions now. So I'm just going to... Let's see. um, Someone was asking up here about essential oils and what are your thoughts on using them like as disinfectants around the house let me see where that' excellent. exact absolutely um, basically it's like what do we do when we have essential oils in all of our disinfectants and whatnot like should we be worried about that
1: Um, are you talking about commercial disinfectants? So she's saying,
0: please chat about utilization of disinfectant type oils being used daily. Oh,
1: yes, that's fine. Because we do need to disinfect daily. We really do. And so it's okay because you're disinfecting, um, Do you really think we need to disinfect everything
0: daily? Do you no, think we're too if, sterile? If
1: people have, I
0: think we're too sterile.
1: If people like, have worked with chicken,
0: mm-hmm. then you oh, yeah, disinfect. Yeah. Totally. I'm
1: talking about, I don't go and disinfect all day. Right, no, right. Only when it warrants it. Mm-hmm. But it's same as cleaning when you are cleaning. Right.
0: And or use gloves if you are utilize. or if you're like a house cleaner or something, make sure you're using gloves when you're cleaning things. Unfortunately, right. you are still smelling it, but that's way more diluted than when you're touching it.
1: Right. But if it warrants, if the surface warrants to be disinfected, then yes, you can disinfect it. You're not mm-hmm. going to disinfect every surface and all day long. Mm-hmm. So if it warrants it, yes, you, you can use it.
0: Okay, I was wondering if I need to dilute. Because it's volatile. It will disperse eventually. Okay, there's a lot of questions about dilution. So I think that should be like one of your first classes on the Honestly Essential platform.
1: You can't use essential oils unless you know how to dilute it. So it is in the first class that I do, one of the first.
0: Someone's asking, so would you recommend other oil companies over doTERRA and Young Living? I still think they provide a very, very strong product. Their Mm -hmm. product is high quality, it's just super expensive. So would I recommend that? Heck no, just because of the, the price point. However, but if you don't get uh, it as a business, then then absolutely. it makes perfect sense, right? If, if yeah. that is your business, if that is your culture, if that's what puts like food on the table and you enjoy that lifestyle, absolutely. No, we're no, not at is. like, honestly, essential. We we sell to the consumer and that's it. And we don't ask yeah. our consumer to sell it for us. So there is no um, middleman. That's why we can get our prices down no, we, as we're much not as possible. Working as, as a business. Their well, oils it is a business, but it's not.
1: Yeah. You know, their oils, the essential oil companies, their oils are good because they look to, to supply good oils. Mm-hmm. They put a lot of money into research. Their oils yeah. are good. And it's up to you if you want to use it as a business, if you want to use it for yourself, it's fine. All we are saying is our oils are
0: good as well. As well. Exactly. We're not saying ours is better. Exactly. We're not saying like we are the best and everyone is the worst because no. there are so many incredible companies out there that you can support. And I, I love this uh, culture of camaraderie mm. in the essential oil world. I think we've kind of lost that and it's become a competition. Yes. Um, and I think there, it's it almost reminds me of like a family reunion and like aunt Matilda and aunt Annie hate each other (laughs) and they want you to side with them and everyone's miserable. Right. (laughs) So it's like, can't we all just get along and not have to pick sides? And can't we all just love the family reunions and not feel like this is like a boxing match? And everybody's (laughs) got something to contribute. Right, right, right. So, so our, our culture around essential oils is very different, but if, um, and I'm not saying MLM cultures are negative by any means whatsoever, because you know, we're all individual people. But if, if that is a business that you love, that you're drawn to like, use it, sell it to your friends. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Am I going to say that our essential oils are better than theirs or theirs is better than us? No, no. Yeah. I've looked at their, um, their, uh, what is it called? Their terpene Spicky, profile Their yeah. yeah. their what are they called? Um, the testing sheets. Mm-hmm. The testing sheets. I've yeah. looked at theirs. I've looked at ours. <laughs> they look fantastic. Like they all look good. Yeah. There's nothing dodgy about their oils. There's nothing dodgy about ours. All right. We're so if you want to spend to
1: knock any oils, we're not here to knock any we're oils. We're not like all they're all great. we do is say, please just use them responsibly. responsibly. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so what is, let's see, we'll, we'll answer individual you know, talking about dermatitis and stuff. We'll answer those on other weeks. The book, what is the book called? Cecilia's book is called Aromatherapy for Natural Health and Beauty, and you can get that on honestlyessential.com. I just want to explain to
1: you about the book. It was used for my college in South Africa as a textbook, and there were other colleges, even here in America, that used it as well as a textbook. Um, it's got a lot of information in it. And how these uh, therapists were treated in South Africa was that if people came into the clinic that it wasn't a matter of, oh goodness, she has a baby, I don't know how to treat her. Or, oh goodness, he's a senior, I don't know how to treat him. that the students were taught how to deal with anybody that walked into their mm-hmm. clinic, be it a pregnant woman, be it a baby, be it uh, or an elderly person or a child, a teenager. So the book covers, Everything Mm -hmm. it covers. um, That was what we used to. That what I used to teach the students. Mm -hmm. And although we're not, you don't have to learn the entire book. Trust me, we're not going to do the massage. But I'm going to teach you the knowledge. there of
0: how to use the oils. We lost all of our peeps on Instagram live. (laughs) My connection broke so they're like will you save this live and it didn't save but we have the recording which is great too. One of the other questions was it was more geared towards cancer like would you put essential oils for a cancer patient in water. I don't want to talk about the cancer aspect. I don't think this is the time and space but I do want to talk about putting oils in water. So oils are lipophilic. That means they mix with fats. Yeah. So when you add oil to water, does it mix? It, no, no. It um, you've got to disperse it. It floats yeah. on top. So when you when you are adding your lemon essential oil to your water, it's really not being diluted. It's just staying in smaller droplets. And eventually, like they're still they're not diluted basically. So you gotta dilute oil with oil. All right, you can't yes. mix butter and water. It doesn't happen. Right. It just floats to the top, and we, that's what essential oils yeah, do essential too. Essential
1: oils will dissolve in oil, fat, mm-hmm. or alcohol,
0: but exactly. not water. Exactly. Um, I don't know what the other questions were on the live because our live just died. Um, can sorry, still hear us? No, they can't. But everyone on the podcast can. So, is there anything else you want to share with us before we kind of wrap this episode up? I don't know. We there was a little bit of overlap from our first episode to this one, but I think this one was a little bit more eye opening as to being getting educated and. Yeah. Yeah, there is
1: one thing, and I I did notice on the podcast somebody asked about it, but when you're dealing with dermatitis, you're dealing with skin problems, Mm. um, eczema, psoriasis, hives, the essential oils can help to relieve and heal. But you've got to realize the problem is coming from the inside. Mm-hmm. Number one, you have to look at nutrition. Right. You've got to look at your immune response because mm-hmm. very often it is a defective immune system and it's overreacting. And so you need to fix your inside first and then
0: you can also heal the external side of your body. Yeah exactly feel your uh, feel heal your gut heal your skin um what else oh one last thing I wanted to mention was uh, when it comes to like eczema psoriasis and essential oils that can sometimes burn the skin. I, I don't know if you want to touch on that, but a lot of people, because you have formulated our CBD cream mm. from Wasatch Herbals and you've, you've put in cayenne and you've put in wintergreen and what else have you put in there? Um, this peppermint. Peppermint um, and the uh, CBD, obviously. Crystals, yeah. And so when I talk Cinnamon. to, yeah. And so when don't I put it on, eczema don't, so don't put it no, on you do not skin. want to put that CBD cream on the eczema. It's going to burn your skin. Right. Not on the broken skin. What I do tell people is take the CBD oil and you can put that on the skin Mm -hmm. to help with the inflammation. Now CBD oil is very different to essential oils, different properties, different terpene profiles, completely different. Mm. But with the cream, the CBD cream, when it has those added essential oils, can you imagine putting cayenne pepper on an open wound, it would just burn. Mm -hmm. Right. So just be really mindful. I want consumers to recognize the difference between the CBD oil and the CBD cream that has the CBD in it with essential oils too. So don't use that on your eczema. And that's it. That's all I want to cover. Is there anything else you want to like leave us off with? Yeah. I just want to say the CBD cream
1: is absolutely amazing because it has aloe vera in it. It has calendula in it as well Mm -hmm. and then it's got um uh, so many good things in there the kind pepper and the menthol crystals and the essential oils it's such a brilliant formula it really is for pain it's mm, for joint and muscle pain and even for headaches, for any pain in the body, it's incredible. Plus it has the CBD properties.
0: Right, exactly. So just to wrap up, if you want to support Cecilia's company, uh, honestlyessential.com, we are updating everything soon. Hopefully by the time you hear this episode, or some of you will, because we're going to be updating with our new labels soon. So we're working on that. But go to honestlyessential.com. Let's give listeners a discount code for... The week after this podcast has been released, what what discount code do you want to give them? Um,
1: ha, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, put arrow for aromatherapy. A R O. A R O.
0: And, and the month
1: is August.
0: Arrow. So arrow eight. Arrow eight. Mm. A R O. Eight. Eight the number eight. Mm-hmm. Okay, remind me about that so we can make that live. And then you guys will get a nice little discount on your orders. Also, if you wanted the to order the CBD, you can go to gutsy.ch forward slash CBD or wasatchherbals.com and order the CBD or the cream. Going back to the essential oils, you have kits, you have some blends, um, you have your face cream, your toner, your moisturizer, everything you hand make. So when they get their cleansers and their toners and their moisturizers, that's all been made by you by hand. Yes. Like. <laughs> and um,
1: I can tell you right now that I never, ever skimp when it comes to my no. formulations. I never use cheaper.
0: I, never, I always put in the best mm-hmm. that I have that I can. Right. I remember one time um, from your supplier, they sent you what was it, aloe vera, and it was a different color. And you're like, what is this? You're mm. like, I, I'm sending this back, and you're going to send me a different aloe vera, because this isn't the aloe vera that I'm used to using. <laughs> I yes. that. And so it's really it's really great to have the formulator really vet all the materials that yes. go into the products. People love your creams and your lotions yeah. and your toners. Like, love it. Yeah, you think I've it's-
1: just had another big discussion with a supplier On chamomile German, that Mm -hmm. I wasn't happy with. Mm. And what is happening in the industry that is really ticking me off big time is that they did this with Melissa because the Melissa flower is incredibly small mm-hmm. and it takes so much. It's so labor intensive. And it's the reason it's so expensive because the yield is so, so tiny out of um, this tiny flower,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but your chamomile um, German and the asia is what makes it the difference between the chamomile German and Roman because the Aislein comes across in the destruction yeah. of the plant. And the more Ageline, the more blue um, mm-hmm. it is. And then I found, you know, when it is green, that's not the chamomile German I'm looking for. And I've got some chamomile German. That was um, more green than blue, and I questioned it with the supplier. We had a long, long backwards and forwards goings on there. And what they are doing now with the chamomile, again, chamomile is a tiny flower that looks like a daisy. Mm -hmm. Now they're using more leaves. And, mm. and it's becoming more green yeah. because like with the Melissa, they're they no longer using the flower. They're yeah. now using the leaves. Yeah. I've mentioned it once before on a podcast. If you think of strawberries and so before you used to pick the strawberry out and juice it, mm-hmm. now you just take the whole strawberry plant and you've yeah. got more leaves and you actually have strawberries. It's that situation. And right. they're now doing it with a chamomile where they're using the flowers, and it doesn't even smell. You can't even smell the asia Right. And it's really annoying me that some of these places, the industry is moving to this, where they are bringing in the leaves and not the flower.
0: What's really great is, um, you know, I talk about all the time people advocating for those themselves in like a medical realm, in the medical world. Well, you're kind of like the advocate for our products that we put on our bodies. Like you're the person that's fighting the suppliers and being like, this isn't the quality that we're used to. Like I need something better or you're switching suppliers. So it's really nice to see because I have no idea the kind of advocating that you do for good products so but so I'm hearing this for the first time and I'm like oh I didn't know that was happening Mm. so it's really nice that you are out there actively trying to talk to these industries and being like what's happening and I'm not going to use you anymore because you're cutting corners so that's really cool yeah
1: I'm known for it (laughs) that
0: I will drop them if they cut corners because I don't
1: cut corners you know I'm I'm a horrible perfectionist, (laughs) not just for myself, but with what I do and for everybody else. And so sometimes it's a benefit and sometimes it's a curse because I won't accept second best.
0: Right, exactly. So thank you so much for being on with us today. Follow Honestly Essential on Instagram. Cecilia is going to be doing a lot more education on there and you'll be seeing her face a lot more. Her and Tobecca are coordinating new things for everyone out there so that you guys can be more empowered with your essential oils in your own little home medicine cabinet. So thanks for listening, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe, rate, all those things (laughs) star us whatever whatever all the all the things are thanks again you guys and we will see you next week bye thank you bye